Strap yourself in for pulse-pounding action, star-powered adventure, and cutting-edge special effects with awesome morphing sequences beyond your wildest dreams. Summoned to a mysterious island, three martial arts warriors engage in the ultimate battle of good against evil, the supernatural tournament of Mortal Kombat! I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the B-Movie Bros. Here, the B-Movies the best for ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. On Games Month, we're taking a look at the 1995 film Mortal Kombat the Movie. Yes, this movie was made by New Line Cinema, the same people who brought us the live-action adaptations of the Ninja Turtle film. Um, of the Ninja Turtles, so I guess that's kind of something they do. Yeah, they, they had lots and lots of movies come out during the 90s. Yeah. It's also direct, um, directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, who is well-known for Alien vs. Predator, Death Race, and Resident Evil, which... Huh, oh, no yeah. shit. Yeah, which is another video game um, adaptation. Oh, you know, without the W.S. in there, I did not even draw the line there. I just saw Paul Anderson as the director and thought none, none of it. So yeah, you heard what the back of the box had to say. Let's dive into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. What should we start with? Let's start with the top first. Alrighty. For me, number three. The fighting sequences in this movie, albeit nowhere near the best I've seen, still hold up pretty well and are entertaining. You know, not the best, but fun. Number two. They use all the characters from the original Mortal Kombat game, and it pays pays great homage to those characters. And, you know, it, it really is a fine justice to all those that were there when the game started. Number one, this movie does a great job of taking a video game and adapting it to the screen. The game was very simple. You know, fight in a tournament to the death. And that's exactly what this movie is. And it's great because of it. You know, the game, fighting tournament. The movie, it's a fighting tournament. You know, no him hawing around it. Pretty good. Pretty simple concept. Um, hard to screw up. Well, a lot of people do it, but this one luckily did not. All right, for my top three, number three, the movie wastes no time getting started. You get a, like a brief introduction of all the characters, and then the fighting begins. Exactly how a movie based on a video game should be. Number two, I actually liked all the characters. They had distinct personalities that made them likable. None of them were exactly deep, but I preferred it that way since, after all, it is a martial arts film. And number one, I actually thought all the fights were a lot of fun to watch. Some were better than others, but I thought they were all pretty well choreographed. Especially the fights with um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Those were the best by far. Yeah, you, you gotta love the, the Scorpion-Johnny Cage fight. That was just amazing. Oh, yeah. So, on to the bottom three. Number three. It takes 40 minutes to get to the actual Mortal Kombat tournament. Now, I know there are some fights that happen between the beginning of the movie, and there is the introduction of the characters, but seriously, 40 minutes to get to the fighting tournament? That is unforgivable. Number two. So, the whole reason Sonya Blade is at the tournament is seemingly because Sang Sung wants to fuck her. Yep. The female character is there just because of the sexual prowess of an ancient perverted sorcerer. Like, you know, th there's something he tries to do at the end, but no, it's, it's really just because he wants to fuck her. 
Well, I think they were kind of chosen by some kind of. I don't. I don't think he was the one who specifically chose them. They were chosen by something else. But yeah, there is really nothing much of that one. Like there was so much more they could do with her character, and it really just kind of fell short. She had the least number of fights, and I don't know. I felt she was the only character that an injustice was done to. Number one. Why is Scorpion's realm filled with scaffolding and ladders? Like, was he a fucking carpenter? Was he Jesus? Like, is Scorpion dead Jesus? Like, come back to fight in the Mortal Kombat tournament? Like, and and also, like, with his match with Johnny Cage, was it actually a sanctioned match within the tournament? Like, it just kind of, like, cut to Johnny Cage walking through the forest. And then Scorpion's like, get over here, and throws his, like, fucking dagger, kunai, or ropey thing out of his hand. And there's just no context. It just kind of begins. Like... And then, you know, at the end of the fight, why does he bleed fire? Why does he explode when half his head gets cut off? Seriously, the fight is great, but everything else surrounding it is fucking mind-boggling. Yeah, that was pretty bizarre. Um, Yeah, my bottom three are pretty similar. Number three, Sonya had really no point in being in the film other than the fact that she's in the games. She fights one guy in the tournament, a few ninjas before the tournament begins. Other than that, she's just there to be a potential love interest for Johnny Cage and for Shang Tsung to try to get with. It really didn't know what to do with her character. At least Johnny Cage got to fight Goro at the end. And speaking of Goro, number two, his finishing move is one of the most disappointing things I've seen. He just kind of lightly punches some guy in the head and he dies, like... And I was never really able to master the um, combination to get the finishing moves in the arcade game. But come on, that that was just lame. And number one, although the fights with Scorpion and Sub-Zero were awesome, they were also extremely anticlimactic. The fights just kind of end abruptly. Scorpion falls apart after Johnny Cage throws a shield at him like fucking Captain America. And Sub-Zero freezes himself to death when Liu Kang throws a bucket of water at him, like, seriously? Yeah, that, that made no sense, like, like nothing could penetrate, like, everything that touched this, like, force field of freezingness that Sub-Zero put out there would get frozen, but somehow a bucket and water can get through. You can tell they were like, well, water freezes, so we'll make him freeze, nah. It was like, what a dumb, like, way to do that. Now, one of the things we didn't mention about this movie was the uh, the dialogue, and actually, the dialogue is pretty fun. So let's have ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war. I'll start us off here. We'll quote this movie back and forth. Let's dance. Come to a tournament, he said. It'll be good good for your career, he said. When a woman looks at you like that, it usually means something. Mortal combat. The essence of combat is not about death, but life. I smell something. Bullshit. Finish him. Flawless victory. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to tell us, leave it in the comments below or on our website, bmoviebros.com. I think it's time we gave this movie our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on the shot scale. The shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I also gave it a 3 out of 10.
I have to say, Mortal Kombat is a great adaptation of one of the most iconic video games of all time. It's people going to fight to the death in a tournament. Plain, simple, and pure genius. The movie isn't without its shortcomings, however. The dialogue can be cheesy at times. There's some pretty bad acting. Scenes, you know, abruptly start and stop, as well as characters that are only seemingly half-developed throughout the film. But it fills everything it was intended to be in an adaptation. You know, because of my fondness for the game, I give this movie a 3 out of 10. It's nowhere near perfect, but it's a great adaptation of source material filled with good action and all kinds of other fun scenes. Yeah. I hadn't seen Mortal Kombat, the movie, when I was a kid, so I didn't have any nostalgia going into it that could potentially influence my opinion. I like the, the arcade game and all that, but I really didn't have any attachment to this movie. I did see Adam Sandler's Pixels, which pretty much ruined any expectations I would ever have on a decent movie adaptation of anything related to an arcade game. However, luckily for me, I was pleasantly surprised that Mortal Kombat, the movie, is much better than Pixels and actually a pretty entertaining film. The fight scenes were well choreographed, the plot was simple but satisfying, and the characters were all likable. Considering it's based off a fighting game, it got right to the fights without wasting time with pointless exposition. It wasn't the best movie ever made, the acting was kind of lame, and the plot overall is just kind of an excuse for fighting, which I'm okay with. But as far as arcade games based off movies, how could you beat this one? So there you have it, a 3 out of 10 from both of us. Now, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie we review an A-movie companion and tell you why this B-movie and A-movie are the same movie, just of different standards and quality. I picked the 1998, 1988 film Bloodsport. I picked Rocky IV from 1985. Well, I have to say Bloodsport and Mortal Kombat are the same movie because both titles are about people entering into a super-secret, super-violent martial arts tournament. In Mortal Kombat, it's the tournament... Mortal Kombat! In Bloodsport, it's the Kumite. Mortal Kombat is a movie based off of a popular 90s fighting video game. Jean-Claude Van Damme starred in Bloodsport, as well as the movie Street Fighter, which was another movie based on a popular 90s fighting video game. And therefore, Bloodsport from 1988 and Mortal Kombat from 1995 are the same film. Alright, I picked Rocky IV because both movies are about a fighting tournament. Rocky IV is about an international boxing match, and Mortal Kombat is about a martial arts tournament. Both movies have a weird creature that appears randomly and has very little to do with the actual film. Rocky IV had a talking robot that appeared for Polly's birthday, just to say, happy birthday, Polly. And Mortal Kombat had Reptile, who just kind of appeared and would sometimes attack Liu Kang. Both movies had a friend of one of the main characters get killed by a rival fighter. Then the, char- the character would fight and defeat that rival character in revenge. In Rocky IV, Apollo Creed is killed by, by Ivan Drago in his match, thus getting, Rock- getting um, Rocky to train and eventually defeat Drago, like he does in you know, every film. And in Mortal Kombat, the, the champion Goro kills Art Lean, who's friends with Johnny Cage. That pissed off Johnny Cage, who then challenged Goro to a fight and killed him. Both movies are about people from two different worlds fighting in a tournament where the fate of each world is at stake, to some extent. Mortal Kombat features humans from Earth, 
uh, fighting against creatures from the underworld with the fate of the world at stake. And Rocky IV had the American boxing champion Rocky Balboa fighting the champion from the Soviet Union, Union Ivan Drago, in a boxing match with the pride of each nation on the line. It was it was people from the mortal world against people from outworld, yeah, not they, not the underworld. They keep saying underworld, so I don't care. Okay. Well, I think it's time that we drink away this flick. Drink away this flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Boom, 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 boom. I'll give you some drink games for this film, and so shall Paul. But remember, friends, drink responsibly. Number one, every time someone says Mortal Kombat, take a drink. Number two, every time a fight ends, take a drink. Number three, every time a character is introduced, take a drink. Number four, whenever you notice outdated CGI, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's movies based on Games Month, anytime you see or hear a reference to the source material, take a drink. Every time Goro roars, take a drink. Every time Raiden randomly appears, take a drink. Every time you hear fatality or finish him, take a drink. And every time Shang Tsung takes somebody's soul, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away this flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else B-movie related, you can leave us a comment on either our YouTube or SoundCloud pages right below the video. You can also email us at bmoviebros.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com dash bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter handle at bmoviepaul. Also check out at our other reviews and shows, we have new content each week, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com. If you want to support the show, consider do- donating to our, our PayPal account or our Patreon. Links pro- provided below, and all donations are greatly appreciated. So we've come to the end of week two of Movies Based on Games Month. So let's rank these movies. So far, we've seen the Super Mario Brothers and Mortal Kombat. Man, what a difficult ranking this is going to be. So for me, at number two, I have Super Mario Brothers, the movie, from 1993. Why? Because it's a fucking atrocity to mankind. It should be burned and never spoken of again. Number one, Mortal Kombat, from 1995. Fun great adaptation, great use of source material, which I don't think we've ever seen on this show. Whenever there's source material, they just kind of normally say, fuck it, we're going to do something different. Yeah, for the most part. Either that or they try too hard to, like, to have too much fan service in it. So, yeah, my ranking was exactly the same. Yeah, Super Mario Brothers was number, is number two. You know, even though, other than the fact that it's a complete piece of shit, it's basically the perfect movie. But Mortal Kombat was actually a decent movie, so it wins easily. And, and that's the thing with Super Mario Brothers. It doesn't even suffer from titleitis. You could call it Journey to Dino Hatton and have the characters be different names. It would still be a terrible movie, even without trying to make it Super Mario Brothers. It's Escape from New York with Dinosaurs. So... If you want to join us next week, we'll reload the DVD player as we try to make it out of Uwe Boll's 2003 adaptation of the zombie shooter, House of the Dead. Ooh, an Uwe Boll movie. Oh, yeah, we've been talking about this for a while. You know know what? I bet if we give it a bad review, he'll challenge us to a fight. We can only hope. You know, so until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.